started off a question, and then it's number two. Things on my mind, why this, why that, what should we do? The question that the searching, she's diving into seeking. Bro, fossil ass, leaking, she's leaking, get to tweaking. Where you don't be get the preaching, you don't be telling me that my fate is in the stars, you read my energy. You got the recipe to get the ecstasy. I'm shifting gears on the things that you won't believe. Now people don't see, she starts on Christmas Eve. It's from the start, that's why you trap, you suck, you can't leave. Invest me on your knees, can't face your sins of boo. Don't have no question, have the face, you trust, you know the truth. The bonds flow, collateral damage. I manage to maintain to explain. We hit the e ball, but every damn thing changed. Thank you for joining us, episode 27. How you doing, Claudia? I'm doing great, Paul. How are you? I'm doing great. Before we start the show, last podcast, I reeled off a few names in the two o'clock session, and I forgot someone special, and uh, I want to give him a shout out. Uh, Katmandu, Mont, uh, you know what me and you went through, and uh, I never could forget you, brother. I never could forget you. Matter of fact, Claudia, you know what? You never have given a shout out to anybody on this show. You want to take this time to give a shout out to somebody? <laughs> you want me to shout out someone? Why not? Oh boy, Paul! Really, you're gonna do this to me right now? <laughs> well, uh, you know what? I I'm actually gonna uh, I'm gonna give a shout out uh, to my mom who uh, is in the other room right now, uh, supporting me like she always does. And every time I put on an episode, she's very very happy for that. So I'm gonna give a shout out for her, hey. and also because she had me and she had a pretty special person, I think. Well, hey, shout out to Claudia's mom. What's her name? <laughs> Her name is Katia. All right. Very Russian, but she's not Russian. Yeah. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that. Today's episode is brought to you by Mystic Bayou, holistic and alternative health, balancing mind, body, and soul. Check out the website, mysticbayou.com, or stop in to see Joy and Michelle, uh, or call 228-231-1948. Uh, their shop is in Bay St. Louis, Mississippi. Stop in and tell them Paul from I Am Astrology Reading sent you. Uh, Claudia. What's up? You ever talk about your anus? <laughs> Uranus? Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I talk about I don't know what you heard. That's what I said. What you what you heard? I think (laughs) I think when you said I think when you said the word, uh, the connection might have cut off a little bit. So I heard exactly the pun that everybody likes to say when uh, when they say that word. Oh, all right. right. Yeah, I know. But no, I don't talk enough about Uranus. Um, But today I'm really glad that we're going to be doing so. And we're going to do that today with our guest, Barbara from Aunt Barbara. And you could you you could see her on Instagram as Living Waters, right? Living Waters, love that. Yeah, I, I am Living Water. Oh, I am Living Waters. Yes. So, how you doing today, Barbara? Hi, Paul. I'm good. Hi, Claudia. How are you? Hey, Barbara. How are you? Doing well. All right. So, uh, before we get started, I just have to let you know, everybody who has been on. I am astrology reading so far. I stalked them on Instagram. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you're one of those, Barbara. So you're one of those. I've, I've, uh, you actually made a comment on one of my posts. I looked at you, your uh, page. I was like, oh, a black astrologer. There's not that many. There's not that many. No. Um, is that what happened? I, I commented on one of your, I think maybe I, I saw one of your comments on a page and I clicked through your name on Instagram and then I thought, you know, how it happened. The, aug- the algorithm matched you. <laughs> yeah. Down that rabbit hole. Um, <laughs> and, and then I probably made a comment on your, uh, page. The thing is, is that I am not shy to let people. That you that you what? If I stalk their page, I I will leave a comment 
I'm not oh, okay. shy about it. Okay. And uh, one of the things that really intrigued me was uh, I saw a picture of you with someone who I follow on a regular and I, after giving readings and I try to get so people can, you know, follow along with their horoscope. Uh, there's three people that I usually share and I saw you in a picture with one of them, Astralata. And I was like, oh, okay. He's my fave. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I was like, okay, so she, she really means business. All right. So uh, tell us something about yourself. Where are you from, Barbara? I'm from Washington, D.C. You were um, born in? I was actually born in, uh, yeah, I was born in Washington, D.C., but I grew up in Maryland in like the D.C. area. Um, and I currently live in Washington, D.C., but I grew up in Maryland. Just like Damn, how's Inauguration Day? <laughs> actually, I escaped. I went to New Orleans. <laughs> I good, went for, to New Orleans. Good, good for you. <laughs> All right. So, uh, do you have any siblings? I do. I have quite a bit of, quite a few siblings. Um, I have about, I would say, 12. 12? 12? I think, you know, wait a minute, 11. That's a, you know what? The thing is, I should know how many siblings I have. My mom had eight kids. And then my dad had uh four children outside from from outside relationships so wow one for each zodiac sign <laughs> that's awesome yeah. oh okay uh what type of spirituality did you grow up was practiced in the household growing up um that's a great question um well initially it started off as christian but my parents didn't practice it was actually my exposure to Christianity came from a, a family in the neighborhood and they were just like, um, mother actually scared me um, cause she was so uh, like the Bible something kind of Christian. And, um, but that's, I could go on a tangent with that, but um, we would we would attend church with her and her family. Um, and our parents never really took us to church per se. And then I would say when I was in the seventh grade, my father converted to Islam um, independently. And um, that was, that kind of shook up family considering we, um, you know, we practiced or celebrated Christmas and everything. And um, it wasn't, it was after he began practicing Islam that he stopped celebrating Christmas and, you know, and also stopped eating pork. And we had to be very label conscious about <laughs> our food. Everything we, we ate, we had to relabel. But um, but yeah, and then as I grew up, I started to practice Christianity um, independently of my family. Um, I met a, um, a man who I actually eventually married and um, it started to attend church with him. So wait, wait, wait. So let me ask you this. Yes. When you, when your dad switched to Muslim and then you kind of went back to Christianity, did that cause a little rift? No, not at all. Actually, he, um, he didn't ask us to convert or to practice, um, strangely enough. Uh, why, it was, why didn't yeah. you, why didn't you convert? Um, I didn't, I didn't want to, I don't think it was, it wasn't anything that he, he actually pushed. Gosh, I didn't even thought, I didn't even think about this, but and he, it wasn't something that he pushed on us per se, but he did push, um, like the eating habits. Um, and he, and he just wanted us to be respectful of his prayer time. All right. But other than that, um, I think, um, he left it up to us if we wanted to. All right. And then you, you say you married someone who's a Christian. Yeah. And, um, was, you know, attended, attending church pretty regularly, but, um, I found myself, um, like a, a fish out, like a fish out, out of water kind of once I, uh, sort of immersed myself into the church. 
And um, and today, I wouldn't consider myself a person of any particular faith. I actually consider myself like a student of all faith. Uh, because I, I think that there's so much to learn from all, all faith, you know, so, um, and I feel like that, uh, and I, I don't judge people based on what they practice. Um, I think that there is, that their path is the one that is for them. And yeah. What did I tell you the other day, text you the other day, Claudia, about somebody to be a good delineator? What did I, what did I say? I think you need to, you remember? Yeah, you need to have like all faiths or you, 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 I think you said something along the lines of like not not ascribing to like one specific uh, religion or faith or belief. Yeah, you got to un- un- unplug yeah. from all programming. Unplug, yeah. And you kind of just spoke to that a little bit. And it's interesting because I just evolved into that that way. Um I think just have just watching theater of church, it um, it felt like theater, and uh, I and every and I would try to, you know, kind of engage, but my I, I never felt like it was the right fit for me. Yeah. So, when did you venture into astrology? Um, it, astrology sort of found me. Um, interesting enough, uh, and that woman that you spoke of, Astralata, she just she actually came up as um, as a recommended video. I would say nice the algorithm. Yeah, sometime in maybe 2015, 2016, something like that. Wait, that's awesome. Before I ask you that, do you still do? Do you go to church now, or you? I don't. I don't um, go to church. Um, when did you yeah, stop? But, uh, I would say that that's a good question. It happened well, when I was married. <laughs> um, it, we were going to move. Um, we were going to relocate from Washington, D.C. to uh, Florida. And um, during that time, I was still attending, but I was slowly pulling myself out of out out of the church. It was a small church that I was attending. And um, and I find myself I found myself just sort of making an excuse not to um, attend. I just didn't want to go anymore. <laughs> um, but I felt a, an obligation to because it was a really small, very small church that I was attending, so I had a significant role. Um, but I, if I had to pinpoint a time, it was probably around 2013, maybe. So two years before you found astrology? Yeah. So, we, so oh, go ahead. You have a question? Oh, no, I was just going to say that I, uh, I think it's pretty interesting. We all kind of found astrology or astrology found us all around um, a similar year. Mine was 2014. Wow. So, okay. What was that two years in between finding astrology and pulling yourself out of the church like? It wasn't hard, to be honest. Um, Because I've always had very unusual um, ideas and beliefs. And I remember when, um, like I said, it was a very small church family. And we would, my husband and I would, my ex-husband and I we would host um, movie nights at our home with our church family, which was literally like about maybe 10 people or less. And um, and I remember uh, having found um, Edgar Casey, the sleeping prophet. Have you heard of him before? Yes. Yeah. So one of the things that Edgar Casey talked about was... Um, well, well, for what? For people who haven't, can you explain who Edgar Casey is? Well, in short, Edgar Casey he 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 was called the Sleeping Prophet. Basically, he would put himself in these self-induced uh, meditative states, and uh, people would come to him, and he wouldn't remember. I guess you would probably call it uh, 
uh, channel and uh, come to him and ask him questions about life, religion, or, you know, food, uh, their health, anything. And he would speak to them in their particular uh, situation. Um, and actually, what was very profound is I, in my eyes, when uh, people came to him um, with physical ailments, he would know exactly how to heal them. He would tell them what foods to eat or what um, products to use in order to cure their particular uh, situation. And he wouldn't remember any of um, what he said when he was um, in these medical states, but all of his readings were cataloged and there's hundreds of thousands of them um, at the ARE um, Institute in Virginia Beach. I was about to say, isn't there an Edgar Casey Institute? Yeah. I visited there. I bought a couple of books. Oh, that really? happens to me. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't that impressed, but um, but it, I, I did visit there. So, but but going back to the question about the church and um, and then in terms of like my belief systems, I remember talking with them about you know the things that I was learning and um, uh, and and I remember one of the members. She said to me, because I was talking about um, reincarnation, and you know, those members didn't actually believe in reincarnation. And I felt like the thing that I had been reading was on Facebook. Um, and I remember her saying, um, you know, be careful because you don't want to get lost. And I said, well, all who want her aren't lost. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. I think it's uh, uh, what, what you said about the Edward Casey, how he uh, he would go into these deep meditative states and then he would like say things and he would forget about them. That happens to me a lot. <laughs> Is that my Mercury and Pisces? Like, uh, not that I'm like, in a, not that I'll do things like that in a meditation, but usually I'll have like really deep conversations with friends or I don't know, anyone that talks to me and I'll just say something really profound and they'll come back to me like months later, like you said this to me once and I'm like... I have no idea. I don't even remember that. I <laughs> think like, yeah, so. you said it. Interesting enough, Claudia, because I was just reading something that I wrote um, maybe a few weeks ago. Um, and it's called script. Some, I, I watched a YouTube video and this woman talked about scripting and she basically using just writing your life out how you would like it to be. Um, like you're writing a script, like it's not you, right? And I went back just um, as I have some notes here in front of me. Um, to and I, impo- I decided I wanted to read that because I remember starting it, and then I started reading it. And I'm like, wow, oh, I wrote this, <laughs> and I've marked it. I love that. I didn't remind. I didn't remember writing all the things that I wrote. I, uh, I actually, it's funny you say that because I, uh, a couple of weeks ago, actually, no, last week, uh, on like a random whim, I, I listened to a lot of Jordan Peterson, and I don't know if you're familiar with him. Um, but he has uh, this self-authoring sort of thing that he does. Uh, it's like a course. Um, it's like, it, 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 you actually sign up for it and you basically like go on it every day and you write. You, you, you self-author your life. You go back to the past. You write about like, you know, things that used to make you feel this way, that way. And then you also do it in the future. And I just started that last week and I did it so randomly. I was like, why did I even do this? But I felt that it was important. And I, I was actually telling Paul like at the beginning of this year that like I really wanted to birth a book you know like I felt like I needed to do that for my Saturn return so I started that and you know you're saying it so that must mean something yeah probably but we can get to that <laughs> I want to find out <laughs> um, when did you read your birth chart for the first time but I'll, let me, I'll answer that question but I'll say this you know um Archetypally, uh, Pisces is a very, uh, it is said to be a very forgetful sign or sort of unaware, kind of so that energy may be why um, we kind of had that. don't remember saying what I said, but it's the Neptune fog. The Neptune fog, yeah. Um, so, um, Paul, to answer your question, reading my birth chart, I'm getting better and better reading my birth chart. The first time I had my birth chart, I, I, I looked at my birth. I actually had another astrologer read or interpret 
interpreted or paid her to it. Wait, um, wait, wait. The the first time you ever wait. So you got a reading the first time you? Yeah, because when I when I found Wada, um, and I started watching her videos, and she started talking about sun, moon, and airy sun, moon, and rising. And I'm like, what is this rising? What is this moon stuff? <laughs> Oh. I know about fun, but what is this stuff? And oh. then I was I was thinking you may have did what everybody does, go on cafe astrology <laughs> and, and, and read your chart like that. But you no. you went straight to a, a real astrologer and got a reading? You know, I was all over the place to be honest with you. I think as a lot of people are when they when they're going to the deep dive of astrology, because it is very much a deep dive. Mm-hmm. Um, and just putting the pieces together, trying to remember everything, um, you know, from, you know, the houses and the moon and what they all mean and the placement. It's just a lot to learn. Uh, it's a lot to learn. So um, did you did you get that reading in 2015? Uh, I, I don't maybe. I would have to, I can get back with you on that because I'm pretty sure I still have it cached in my um, YouTube. Like she sent a YouTube video. Her name is Modern, it's a modern cosmic. She had a bunch of- Oh, I'll, I'll watch her. I'll watch yeah. her. She does, I think she, she doesn't she do uh, a lot of uh, compatibility stuff? Maybe, yeah, I think she I think, does. I think. But a lot of her stuff is old. I haven't watched a lot of her recent stuff. I was initially going, you know, finding seeking she was one of the ones who I okay so uh wait when did you decide to start studying well you know it was evolution it, it just sort of happened um so how what happened was when I found Lada um she I, there was a video about um Aries like career or, or as a forecast and she had made um uh, a prediction about, um, you know, an Aries, something happening in, 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 my, in, in the life of, of Aries in, as a placement reading. And um, she ended up being correct because um, I got an offer, um, just out of the blue um, offer uh, from the agency that I work with now. Um, from someone, he he kind of messaged me private, privately and he said, hey, we're going through a reorg and I want to know if you would like my job. So it just kind of came through the back door. <laughs> and um, and I was just like, wow, she's right. So um, I was really hooked at that point then. That's usually something, uh, I guess that was a validation. He was like, oh, there's something to this. That yeah. go further. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, getting validation from uh, from you know somebody and and it happening and then saying, "Hey, I want to study this." That's two different things. Yeah, um, and I don't know why. Um, well, actually, I do know why. I think at the time, Uranus was transiting my son. Hmm. Uranus rules astrology, or that's one of the things that they say. Um, it's believed. Uranus rules what? Uranus is one of the planets that is related to um, an interest of astrology. Eighth house, house, Aquarius. That 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 makes sense. Uh, while Uranus is transiting your uh, sun, it was transiting my um my rising. And as uh -huh. it started, and as it started approaching the the last degrees of my rising, I think I got into astrology. So thank you for that. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what was happening. Um, my son is in Aries, so Uranus was in Aries at the time. So I think um, um, you know, Uranus is an outer planet. So whenever, <laughs> so whenever it um, it comes. When the outer planets make a smooth aspect to one of our personal planets in our natal chart, um, it triggers things. Oh. And you just talked about, you know, things that are unexpected. Um, and 
it, it definitely is one of those uh, planets that is uh, related to the study of astrology. Yeah. Okay. And uh, you jumped into law school? Um, I wouldn't say that I jumped into law school um, right away. I did a lot of independent study, um, just trying to figure things out, you know, learning the houses and what they need, um, and learning about the assets. And then it, when you it, when you say independent study, you mean like on your own? Yes. All right. Yeah. Watch, watching a bunch of videos. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. And then um, I was, you know, I was so like, um, and then she posted one uh, about having a retreat. And, um, and I, and I thought this would be a good opportunity to meet her because um, Lada is an Aries. She's an Aries sign. We have a, a couple of similar placements. She's a, an Aquarius rising and an Aries sun. And I'm an Aquarius rising and an Aries sun. So, yeah, so I had already um, taken a couple of her uh, courses that she offered on her page through one of her other astrologers, Victor. Yeah. And, uh, and I really, it was a 10-week course, and I really enjoyed, enjoyed um, taking his, his, his um, predictive courses. And they helped to um, really, um, I would say, because you learn techniques. Um, and it wasn't a bunch of these disparate pieces trying to, you know, figure it out and understand them. Um, and it was very sort of regimented, regimented one and two and three, you know. You do, do, you, do you think you function? Do you think you function best like that? The, um, the minute, um, sometimes I think that I need it. Uh, I, I I operate on both sides of the spectrum where I need the, the freedom to, to roam and, and, ran, and be random. And then there's a part of me that needs the structure. Um, and then, because Victor offered the structure then, uh, to help in order. That wow. don't have any earth in my chart. So um, he helped to kind of bring that order. Do you, um, what field or form of astrology do you say you practice? Um, that's a good question. I, I wouldn't say that I, well, I've learned Hellenistic astrology through Victor. Um, but I, uh, I practice soul sign astrology, um, using the tropical zodiac. So, uh, outside of that, I'm, I'm a student of just about everything. It, if it helps to deepen my understanding of, of astrology and to, um, and, and better my awareness of just life and relationship I'm gonna I'm, I'm interested right. do, do, do you, you do, do any you, of the the modern astrology psychological based stuff no yeah no well, no so no no, uh, no no evolutionary no I haven't hasn't piqued my curiosity yet interesting oh. oh so you don't so you don't work with uh with Pluto like at all well I mean in terms of the aspect Yes. So, okay. but yeah. So, in terms of if they, if if I'm making um, predictions in a chart, um, no. and, yeah, but not necessarily. So, evolutionary, as I understand it, because I haven't really uh, dug too deep. My my uh, most, uh, pre uh, I guess, uh, foremost understanding or awareness came from one of uh, Lada's astrologers that she has on her account, um, and. Um, and I haven't really um, dug too, dug deeply into it, and I can't remember his name right now. Okay. Well, as a Gemini rising, mm -hmm. I like to dabble in a, a lot of stuff, and uh, when it comes to the outer planets, I like EA astrology uh, <laughs> viewpoint. Problem is. Uh, I haven't really uh, been able to do too many readings where uh, that comes into play. You see what I'm saying? Because to really get to the, because EA is more soul-based astrology. Mm -hmm. 
And I, I will, I'm not going to lie, the times that I have, you know, kind of touched on it, waterworks, crying, and all that stuff. So, you know, uh, to, for me to really get to that, you know, uh, I haven't had anybody really sit there and really want to talk to me on a soul level base. <laughs> and most, a reading. People, most people think astrology <laughs> is soul based. Yeah. And so I kind of I, I kind of look at uh, Uranus, like what you want to talk about today. I, I take I, I kind of like the Mark Jones uh, view, you know, um, with Stephen Forrest, that type of stuff, you know. Okay. It's, you know what, it seems more like um, storytelling to me, evolutionary astrology. It, 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 yeah, it at least how is. it sort of, um, the one or two uh, like videos that I watched, I think it's Brian Coulter is his name. On, 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 on. Brian, yeah. Yeah, I think he studied under Stephen Forrest. All right. Yeah, but I like to use the outer planets just in terms of their like traditional meaning. Um, as it relates to um, just planet, just the, their their impact in your natal chart. Obviously, um, you know they have deeper soul based uh, influences or meaning. But um, what I didn't realize was that initially I was I wasn't I didn't use or I wasn't really studying the outer planets um, because of my uh, independent study. From what I found, a lot of the information just said, "Oh, they don't, they don't matter," which was, which is not, which is totally incorrect. Mm -hmm. They do impact us. Um, they impact us. Um, obviously, the outer planets um, impact generations because their transits are slower, right? Um, so a lot of people are born with certain planets in specific signs. Um, but the house placements will vary based on the person. Yeah, and then um, and if those outer planets come in contact with close uh, contact with a, a, a personal planet, then it can definitely um, impact that individual's life um, significantly. Or or if you're transiting outer planets, it comes in um, an aspect of the natal planet for sure can impact. Um, a person on an and on a on a on a uh, emotional level, um, spiritual level, psychological level, or just I mean, it actually sometimes it manifests, which is kind of what <laughs> I wanted to talk about today. Have, uh, I was watching a video, uh, Chris Brennan. He put a video out with a, a old video of Alan Leo speaking. By the way, uh, I recently, like in the summer, just started doing Hellenistic. I was kind of modern. And like EA. Said, was, you were super EA. <laughs> you think? You like you liked EA a lot. No, I I actually I actually like Saturn and North Node. I like those two placements. E EA works a lot with the nodes too, right? Yes. That's that's how I got on with interested in EA because of the node stuff, but the Saturn thing and uh, you know, the nodes, that's how I kind of but yeah. I, I I you know, was modern, I mean. But I recently switched. And anyway, I was watching this video and I was watching Alan Leo talk about Hellenistic astrology. And uh, he said, he said, uh, you should be able to read a chart without the outer planets. And I said, oh, let me try that. <laughs> mm -hmm. And ever since he tried, ever since he said that on the video, I've been doing that. And that's, I haven't, that's the outer planets really hadn't, I haven't been using them. And only only time I really use them now is if somebody's like, hey, I really want to go deep. Oh, you want to go deep? <laughs> I, I'll bring you deep now. 
Let me bring you Pluto. Well, then we should have a lot of fun. We should have a lot of fun talking with this topic today. Then. All right. So how, how do you see the planet Uranus? Well, um, I have a love-hate relationship with Uranus. Why, why? Well, because as I mentioned before, I'm an Aquarius rising. So um, Saturn and Uranus, you know, they both rule my chart. Saturn, well, that's why, you know? I've I've actually I've heard uh, that Aquarius risings. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I might have heard this from from one of Lada's videos, but um, so, sometimes like they've said before that if you're an Aquarius rising, you, you kind of have to choose like like how do you want to be? Do you want to be more Saturnian or do you want to be more Uranian? You know, so that's like a like a hat that you get to put on. Yeah, I totally can uh, relate to that because um, I think there are times where. Um, I am very Uranian, um, and then there are times where I appreciate Saturn's influence. You know, um, we talked about the class. Yes, <laughs> definitely can be that way too. Um, but you know, I wanted to talk about you know um, Uranus because because of that love hate relationship, and I've, um, I've done a lot of reflection, um, and I've. I realized that um, it has impacted, uh, made a huge impact in, a, in in my life within the last couple of years. I have a question. Yes. Didn't you say you're Aries moon? Sun. Sun? Yes. yes. Uh, didn't didn't uh, Mars just meet up with Uranus? In Taurus, it yeah. did. Uh-huh. Huh. You got any thoughts on that? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> well, I love it. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, with with your son being Aries' son, and and you, and I asked you what you want to speak about, and you picked this topic. Yeah. I was like, ooh, wait. I so you so. So you so you have Taurus in the fourth house. Has, like, did something happen? The, the best question, I guess, would be like, has has something happened like at home or like with family? Because uh, I think the square was earlier this week, right? Yeah. So here, so I would say how it's manifested in my so far is that um, I, I'm because I have, I'm an uh, Aquarius. Amazing. Yeah. Thank you. And. <laughs> Scorpio is in my 10th house and I have moon in the 10th. So I'm a Scorpio moon as well. Oh, um, nice. Aries, sun, Scorpio, moon? Yeah. Yeah. You like and to work out a lot, huh? Work out? Yeah. Yeah, you can see my, uh, I, I do like to work out. Um, <laughs> but um, so Taurus sits in my fourth house. And um, so uh, as Uranus, um, when Uranus was in my third house, I actually moved. Um, yeah. And it popped in the fourth, popped into my fourth really quickly. And actually during that time I moved out of my, like I said, I was formerly married out of my former marital home to where I'm living now. Um, so that how, that's how Uranus actually impacted me once it transited into Taurus. Um, but I've also done some renovations in my home. I'm actually doing renovations. So nice yeah uh, I, was, uh, I, I was i was i was meaning not personal but like societal wise like did you oh, just you know that's one of my least favorite things to kind of talk about the uh what uh there's a term for it is um when you look at uh, a chart and you like mundane astrology mundane thank you as a collective yeah you don't you don't, like, you don't it's know. almost like talking politics and oh. that's, yeah, to me. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So gotcha. go, go ahead on with your, go ahead and continue. <laughs> yeah, I like to, I like to, at least for now, you know, that could change. All right. But a lot of, the, obviously, the, a, lot of, a lot of the people I follow, the focus is on global changes and how planets impact us, are impacting us on a global scale. But it also, in part, requires, um, 
researching and knowing history in some aspects because yeah. astrology is all about cycles, right? So, patterns. Um, and patterns. Yeah. And so oftentimes you have to kind of go back and, and look and say, okay, what happened the last time these planets made this aspect, you know, what were the themes? And a lot of times I don't even care to look back. <laughs> hmm. I like that. Do you, I, I like that a lot. <laughs> do you keep track of your personal transits? Um, I used to quite a bit. Um, and I'm not doing that as much. I, I subscribe to Lada's, uh, have a, she has a calculator calendar that her I, ca her calendar, right? With the color yeah. coordination. I like that. Yeah. And I'll kind of look at that periodically if there's something significant that's my, that may be happening. Um, but, um, I do in, in a, in a, I do a little bit just because I, I listen to a lot of astrologers talk about certain predictions just to see if, if, if what they're saying resonates with what's happening in my life. But um, a lot of times I'm having I'm having this I, I've noticed my my thoughts and my um, perspective on astrology is coming this love hate relationship. <laughs> Same. <laughs> wow. Once I got over the obsession period, I'm like, man, this thing yeah. exists now. Yeah, it's, it's the love hate. So it's a, kind of like a, you know, a, the more you observe um, things, it, you, it, you're, you become absent from just living your life, you know, and I've, what I would, what I'm trying to, to reconnect with is just being intuitive and, and knowing, I'm just being connected with spirit and, you know, and knowing what the next right move is without having to consult my chart or train. I'm not saying that I'll, I'm always successful in doing that, but <laughs> no, I, I personally, I personally don't follow closely along with my transits at all. I, I have a question. So would you say that, um, that before making a, a decision or, or a choice, you would consult your, your chart? I have before. Like, for example, I recently had, this is a, on a tangent. I recently had um, implants, mm -hmm. and uh, normally I'm just like dental implants, not breast implants. <laughs> well, it's okay. I, I mean, <laughs> I, 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 I actually wanted to ask, but then I was like, I wonder if that's TMI. <laughs> you know I said that before, and somebody and they were and they paused and they asked me, and I was like, what other kind of implants are? I'm like, oh, dental implants. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. I was going to be like, well, good for her. <laughs> oh, Mars is transiting your, your 12, hopefully. I, hey, I was going to say, am I going to see you on some TikTok videos? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> but, um, but the thing is, is uh, I had never really had, like, whenever I go to the dentist, I've never had any, like, um, apprehensions about going and having any um, work done. But, um, but, I know, I know what the impetus, it was because of um, a family member who passed away, had some um, issues with uh, dental implants and uh, they hit a nerve and she had um, issues with it. And so that kind of was planted in my mind. So I'm thinking that's not gonna happen to me. So um, basically I went to the, I had an appointment and I went, I, I was sitting in a chair and I was, I got nervous. I got like, and that never happens. And I told the dentist, I said, you know what? I need to consult. I need to, before we do this, I said, I need to consult some, someone, <laughs> right? And so she was trying to be, you know, assuage my concerns. And I, I rebooked my appointment and she could only, she only gave me an appointment that for her next availability. And what I did was, and I, I went and talked, spoke to my teacher about that date, <laughs> the electional date. And I was like, hey, because I don't feel like I can, that's, electional um, astrology is not one of my strongest, I would admit. Um, but also, if I were to do it for myself, I don't feel like I could be, um, um, what is the term? Um, objective enough? Objective enough, yes. To do it, to re read it for myself. And so I... I would say it's really hard to elect a day for yourself. I mean, yeah. damn. Well, yeah. um, That's like I, playing chess with yourself. Yes. <laughs> well, if I, if I had to be truthful with you guys, uh, I've been playing with that a little bit with my post. Oh, mm -hmm. I, 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 you've been doing that for a while now. Yeah, I just, try, but you know, I haven't been like 
tracking like results but i'll I'll look at my transits when like something like happens like i don't know like random sex (laughs) that doesn't really happen but (laughs) you know what i mean like what was going on at that time (laughs) you know but 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 back to urines yeah cut that out paul cut that out Yeah, so um, you know, Uranus is one of those planets that I realize it, it's in, it's impacted my life. You know, uh, from you know, my introduction was 2017, um, and it was um, transiting my uh, my third house, which is my son, where my son is, and natally I have it um, in my ninth house, and um, and so. I ended up uh, going through a divorce in 2018. Separated in 2017, divorced in 2018. It went really fast. Uranus is very fast, kind of shakes things up. Um, And I started to um, uh, like do a little bit of research and um, actually I was having a Uranus opposition. And so um, with Uranus, Uranus, you know, the, the, the transit of Uranus, let me pause, you know, so Uranus is an outer planet, right? Um, for those who might be listening to this and may not know anything about the planet at all, you know, it has, um, it, uh, it's transit around the sun is about 30, 84 Earth years, right? So as I said before, a lot of people are born under, um, with Uranus in the same sign. Um, it's, uh, a co-ruler of Aquarius, and it's said to be the higher octave of Mercury. And it's associated with uh, sudden change, um, liberation, freedom, higher mind, individuality, truthfulness, detachment. Truthfulness? Yeah. Because it's a higher octave of Mercury. Mercury, yeah. So Mercury is kind of like the lower level, like gossip, whatever. And then Uranus would be actual truth. So so Mercury lies. Well, Mercury, they said Mercury is is the trickster. But I mean, with Uranus is associated with uh, Aquarius. It's about social justice. And so I would think that um, that has a level of truthfulness associated with it because the people want what's right. You know, talk about social activism and doing what's right for the people. So, oh, okay. That, that's very interesting to me. Uh, I, I I actually uh, I I heard someone say once that they would actually put Uranus as the ruling planet of of Gemini. Um, and now you just mentioned the whole truthfulness bit, and uh, I associate it a lot with Sag, and that in some way would make weird sense, but it would still make some sense. But uh, actually, associate truthfulness with Sag too. Um, in fact, I there's a lot of similarities that I think that Sag and um, Uranus yeah, yeah and Aqu- actually the Aquarians Sagittarius Aquarian, yeah. Yeah, um, that I think that they share yeah um, and so I, you know I think that truthfulness is one of those qualities detachment um, extreme extremism and shame what? yeah and um so, um, and then, so basically what I wanted to, what, um, I wanted to kind of discuss is how, um, Uranus can impact, um, our relationships, specifically marriages or, or partnerships for that matter. All right. Which um, to me. Yeah. So, um, you don't know why? Why? Did you ask, do you know why? Yeah. No, yeah. I said, do you want to know why? Uh, that's very interesting to me because you're saying it impacts relationships. Why? I have my Venus's conjunct Uranus. Mm. A tight conjunct. What house? Fifth. Fifth? Libra. <laughs> Damn, I know his Matter of fact, well. I can show it to you. Let me see. All the victims are there. Mm. <laughs> there you go. And about what? Five degrees away. Yeah. Yeah. Six. Uh, so uh, that's, seven, 
Seven, yeah. yeah. Right? Seven, yeah, seven. Yeah. Seven uh, degrees. How many or how, what's your orbs that you use? I would say, I mean, in terms of your chart, that's probably a, a, a close connection, but um, in terms of like the, I would say three. Oh, you three use tight orbs? I use, I use a, a tight orb, because, especially for the outer planets or transit, especially for transits. Mm. Um, but this could be considered a, a conjunction. I would consider this conjunction, but um, also for as um, aspects to Saturn, um, aspects to Uranus, I would say I would use a, a one to three degree or for sure. <laughs> In some cases, you know, you, you can read different things, different places. Some people might go up to five. Yeah, that, well, that's why that's why I was asking. I know different people use different orbs. That's why I was wondering what yours. Yeah. All right. So how does how does it Uranus affect relationships? Well, um, Uranus, uh, when you when uh, when um, Uranus impacts the seven house cusp or the ruler of the seven house cusp. Um, it'll, you know, basically it can cause, you know, detachment. It can cause shakeups. It can cause separations and changes and relationships. Um, wait, 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 let me, let me back up. Yeah. When Uranus is on a, in the seventh house, on a seventh in the seventh house. Well, so. <laughs> Um, Uranus, when Uranus impacts or is, is in the seventh house, mm -hmm. right? Or, uh, makes, makes aspects to the seventh house ruler. Oh, okay. So if, right. if, if, if Jupiter is the ruler, like Jupiter is the ruler of my seventh house, if Uranus is making an aspect to that Jupiter, it would have an effect on my yes. life. Or okay. even, yes, or even aspecting a planet in your seventh house. Yes. Okay. Yes. For sure. And you have two planets in your seventh house, Paul. Nice. Well, that's out of plan. Hey, hey, don't be, don't be yelling my stuff out on this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, um, strong, a strong, uh, natal Uranus uh, aspects in the chart, they usually indicate wanting to, you know, have things on your own terms. Um, and, uh, and if nice, oh my God, that makes so much sense. I have Uranus on my MC. Ah, like I need to have like my career on my own terms, but <laughs> I yet to figure that one out. And that, and that makes sense that you, uh, you study and practice astrology. Is that part of your, is that what you do as a career in a career? Um, that's what that yeah that's what i've that's what i've always wanted to do i mean i for a really long time i didn't think it was possible i would read like yahoo answers and people saying on yahoo answers like oh you know astrology is great but there's no way to make a livelihood out of it and it would make me so upset because i'd be like damn but this is the only thing that i actually like i'm good at everything i mean that sounds mm -hmm. so stuck up but like i'm good at a lot of things you put me in any industry any system i can learn it very quickly Wow, with, yeah. with minimum failure but astrology does, i come alive like it makes does, me come alive does uranus aspect your mercury or um probably let's see you're you uh, think it does so you have a whole sign in your 10th house so you, that's in capricorn yeah it well it's it's not a, it's aspecting it by 10 degrees that's like oh. a oh, four degrees yeah, it's a sextile. Yeah. Nice. No, actually. Oh, no, no, you're right. One degree. Sorry. I was looking at my son. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it is a sextile. So what, wait, what and, would you say that Neptune. is? And Neptune looks like you have a, a conjunction of Neptune and Uranus. Wow. So you definitely, it, that's why you have those downloads that you talked about earlier. And it's, and it freaks people out. I, I used to freak out my mom. She thought I was crazy for a while. <laughs> Yeah. But even 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 when I speak to people, uh, like a lot of 
people don't quite understand me. It's sometimes I have to. I've learned as I've gotten older that I have to really focus on my speech and my communication because I can sound like a space cadet. Like I'll just come out of nowhere and say something so random, and everyone's like, "Where did that come from?" And I'm like, "What do you mean? <laughs> How did you not get that?" <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm happy that I'm not alone. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. <laughs> But yeah. you're in a, you know, you're in a, you know, just look at the, the sigil for it. The, you know, yeah. it's, it's, it's like, um, the antenna, you know, so it's just like searching for, you know, signals from, you know, the universe. But it makes me feel like an outcast. because it's like in my 10th house and it's like, I feel like, like everyone around me is like, oh, you have to take this career path. And I'm like, no, what are you talking about? Like, and it's funny because Paul said it the other day, he's like, you know, what was that thing that that guy told you, Paul? that like you're not a millionaire because you chose happiness yeah i feel like that it's like i could be a millionaire but i want to choose happiness if if being a millionaire is going to bring me unhappiness and you know what's the point type of thing you know so it's it's those like downloads that are so out there that i that i'm just like holy shit like <laughs> reel it in just be normal <laughs> but i can't is that it can bring you sudden fame too because it's in your 10th house i think so yeah, a career. Yeah, a sudden rise, a sudden rise to fame. Absolutely. Maybe that's why I keep keep you. That's why uh, Paul pa- pa- keeps keep it real on you. <laughs> I was like, hold on, don't don't leave too quick. <laughs> don't go nowhere. You stay right here by my hip. <laughs> Basically. So that's so, very interesting. So so your Uranus can can cause wreak havoc in relationships yes if it's making specific or certain aspects to um your seventh house or the seventh house ruler and um uh, and also to venus and mars or the sun in a hard aspect square in opposition if you're if your natal venus mars or sun are in a hard aspect to um uranus then absolutely or even by progression if it hap- if a progression happens um, with Uranus um, in aspect square in opposition to one of your um, your Venus, Mars, or Sun or the ruler of your um, seventh house for sure. Because so, Go ahead. No, go ahead. I was, I was just going to ask you what type of what type of outcomes or what, what when that is being aspected what, what things can happen. Well, like I said, it's either a separation, so it could create space or just shakeups. So um, it doesn't have to manifest in divorce. So, and that's that's the blessing and the curse of like, um, even though I'm, I, I, that's that was the outcome for me. Mm-hmm. It could have been that you know maybe uh, we went to live suddenly live in different states, and until that aspect was over, you know. It could create the separation of two people and it may be for for work or or um it could be uh, something you know any manner of things that you can imagine that could come on as a surprise or something that's unexpected so are you looking at it by the transit or natally um for transit for sure something has to activate okay. the um the aspect and so I natally have um, my seventh house ruler is Leo. Mm-hmm. I mean, my seventh house cusp is Leo, and the sun rules my seventh house. And my sun is in Aries, so my sun is in the third house. And I have my natal Uranus opposing um, my sun. So my natal Uranus is in the ninth. So there's a third ninth opposition. Um, and um, when Uranus um, transited my third house, it was creating an opposition to my natal Uranus. And that's oftentimes you, when they say you have your um, your midlife crisis yeah. is when Uranus is sort of in its halfway point around your chart. Oh, wow. At, at 180 degrees. Yes. Opposition, opposition. right? Opposition yeah. to natal. Yeah. It's so like having a full moon. Do you, do you use... Uranus in in like if you're doing a natal chart reading and not looking at the transits. Um, so I, in my situation, I was looking at a transit to my natal planet. 
No, I'm no, I'm just asking like just like somebody get a reading from you. Mm-hmm. Uh you won't look at Uranus in their chart natally, right? No, not unless it's making a tight aspect to another personal planet. Okay. If it's making a tight aspect, as I said before, between like a one to three degree orb, I'm looking at Uranus because there's something that's gonna, something, um, especially if they are an Aquarius sun, moon, or rising, you know, or it impacts one of their angles. Uranus impacts one of their the angles in their chart. Um, the fourth, the first, fourth, seventh, and tenth houses. Um, so it's, you know, that, you know, angular houses, things will manifest in those, um, in those angular houses. Okay. That's crazy. I, I think it's crazy. I'm learning so much from you because, um, you mentioned, uh, Uranus having those, uh, hard aspects to Venus. Mm-hmm. And I just thought back to, uh, 20, was it 2018 when Uranus went into Taurus for the first time? Yes. Yep. Well, I guess that was basically like the start of like the square to my Venus. And it's funny because I was I was with someone in a relationship and you just said like, oh, it's not like you have to like break up or divorce, but it could be like, you know, you live in two states. And literally like the day that like Uranus moved into Taurus, I was moving to another city like in North Carolina. And the person that I was dating was here, like in Miami, like staying here. And we were going to do like the long distance thing and everything. It was crazy. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> well, thank is. you for that insight. <laughs> You're well, welcome. Well, you just gave me an idea. Hey, what? Um, we've never done this on uh, I Am Astrology readings before. What? <laughs> I'm scared. I wonder if, if Barbara could maybe bless us with uh, going, around the, going around the wheel and say what somebody might be expecting if they got Uranus and in these houses we were having so much fun with barbara that the interview went long tune in for part two to hear uranus through the houses barbara how can if people want a reading from you how can they get in touch with you well they can find me well well, do you do readings for people i i will if if there's a a request it's um i will if if there's a request yes um, and they can find me on Instagram if they want a reading. Okay. My Instagram again is at I am living water. I am living water. And, um, is there a and, special, is there a special meaning behind that name? <laughs> um, it just, it was just a revelation that I had literally, um, it came from, you know, a biblical, um, reference where, where, you know, Jesus said, you know, um, there's a, the biblical reference and basically, and, it, and the short or the, the long response is, um, I believe that whatever you say after I am, you become, um, and also I believe because well, it's not belief we're what 70, 80% water. Yeah. Humans are. So, yeah. um, that's the, that's the part, the living water came from right. living water. All right. Um, I, just, and just Instagram, they can get in touch with you. Yeah, that's also, um, well, yes, pretty much. That's where I hang out um, the most. I do have a Facebook, but um, I don't really use it that much. Um, and I do have a um, a YouTube channel that I was that I spoke about. So if you if anybody wants to follow our that page, it's um, at well not at. It's a YouTube page. It's called Inner Racial. I N N E R R A S R A C I A L. Inner Racial. I like that. Huh. All right. And uh, is there any last words you you want to have for the people? You want to say anything to? Want to give a shout out to your teachers or anybody? I just want to thank you for. Uh, asking me to come on your podcast. I just wanted to tell you that I had a really good time talking with you and Claudia. Great conversation, great questions. And um, maybe um, you'll invite me back. <laughs> well, well, you ain't let me get to that part. I was gonna ask you if you're gonna come <laughs> back, but you know, uh, uh, you asking me if I'm gonna ask you to come back. <laughs> that means you're gonna come back then. 
Uh, Claudia, any last words? Uh, I had a very good time uh, on this episode. I really enjoyed uh, all of your insight, Barbara. Thank you so much. Uh, you have a lot of knowledge. And um, I'm going to hit you up for a reading because I, okay. I want to get my chart read by you. Okay, so, cool. Thank you so much. And thank you, Paul, as always. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. If you stayed to uh, this long, <laughs> an extra thank you. I want to thank uh, Barbara Living Waters for joining us on episode 27. Uh, Claudia, hey, what's up, D? D's going to be back. What's up, D? Uh, yeah. Um, don't forget Mystic Bayou, Holistic and Alternative Health, Balancing Mind, Body, and Soul. Website, mysticbayou.com. Claudia, you didn't say your website. <laughs> if you guys want to reach out to me, uh, waltavision.com. Um, and on Instagram, you can just type in Walta, W-A-L-T-A. And if you if y'all would like to get a reading from me, uh, I am astrologyreadings.com. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Y'all uh, follow my horoscopes. And uh, I want to thank Barbara for joining us. And uh, you know how we always end this. Know thyself and balance your energy. Peace. I started off with questions, and then it's number two. Things on my mind, why this, why that, what should we do? The question that the searches, you diving into the seeking. Go for some ass, leak it. These niggas get to tweaking. Where you don't be getting to preaching. You don't be telling me. Collateral.